is Ronaldo. Oh, my goodness. You don't save those. Out of this world. Messi. 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 Landon Donovan, there are things on here for the USA. Can they do it here? Cross, and Dempsey is denied again, and Donovan has scored! Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! Certainly through. Oh, it's incredible. You could not write a script like this. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. From the international stage to right here at home, this is FUVFC, talking all things soccer on WFUV Sports. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of FUVFC. I'm your host, Michael Hernandez. I can't even say my own last name. Alongside me is Gino Alva and Nick Guzman. Uh, before we start on this jam-packed topic, uh, Gino, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, this week... This week, especially when the Champions League was very exciting, especially that Barcelona match uh, against Inter. So can't wait to talk about football, Premier League, Champions League. Uh, it's a very good day to talk about it. Uh, yeah. I'm doing great as well. It's an excellent time to be a soccer fan. I mean, we've got the Prem is in full force. There's some shocking things there. Arsenal are flying. We'll talk about that a little bit. Liverpool struggling. Champions League continues to roll along. And we've got just over one month until the World Cup in Qatar. So it really does not get that much better as far as what's going on right now. It's late in the week. We're almost at Friday. Couldn't really be better. I mean, there are better places that Liverpool fans could be at right now, uh, which kind of segues us into the Liverpool-Arsenal match that happened over the weekend. In the Premier League, uh, Liverpool did lose 3-2 with a couple of questionable penalty calls, as well as conceding a goal within the opening 60 seconds. Uh, Gino, I'm going to pass it over to you. What was your take on the match? I think last week on the podcast, I was saying it was going to end as a 2-2 draw. It was going to be very close games. Both teams were really hot. Um, but, you know, Arsenal really surprised me in the first match. And in the match, sorry, um, the first minute, um, I think we all that we were talking before about the podcast. But, you know, it really did set the tone of how the match was going to be. I mean, a first-minute goal against Liverpool, especially when you're first in, in the Premier League at your home stadium, was very, very exciting to see. Um, but overall, the match was very entertaining. Um, I mean, the penalty, it's questionable. Uh, I thought, you know, Trent was very also questionable with his defensive uh, tactics as well as, you know, Henderson. But overall, I think Arsenal really deserved that match. It really gave them a boost to continue their consistency of being first in Premier League. Um, I do want to say that, you know, Lise Diaz unfortunately got injured in the match, so he's not going to be playing, until, I think, after the World Cup. After the World Cup, yeah. So he's going to be watching the games from home. Um, for credit to Bobby, <laughs> why are you smiling for that? No, because I feel I feel sorry for him. But uh, yeah. credit to Bobby Firmino, he came on and scored a really great goal. I really thought Liverpool was back in the match when it was two two. Mm-hmm. I really thought Liverpool was going to win the game, but uh, to our surprise, it led to the questionable penalty. So I want to hear your guys' thoughts about that. The penalty was it a penalty? No, absolutely not. It was soft. I'm on the same I, page. I think that was completely soft. You know, uh, the game's gone, as like as people love to say. <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, obviously, as you said, you know, when you do concede in the first minute, that just, you know, sets the tone for the game. Obviously, you know, it did show some character from Liverpool to be able to claw back. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they gave that penalty. There was a penalty that should have been called on Gab- on a handball by Gabrielle, but, you know, it, it wasn't called. Uh, so uh, it is what it is. But uh, one thing to note is, is with Liverpool, you know, uh, you just never know what you're going to get with them. Uh, you know, one, you know... Uh, this entire season, I've been hoping that we could, you know, string a couple of good wins or a couple of good games together. But it seems like it's one off, one on. You know, you had the win against Ajax, and then you're hoping that that'll give you some momentum in the Prem. Then you draw three three to Brighton. I mean, there's not really much we can do there. Then you uh, beat Rangers at Anfield in the Champions League, and you're like, okay, hopefully this can be used. And then you lose to Arsenal three two, and then we're gonna go into this later. You know how Liverpool win. Uh, how they won yesterday but you know now they're going against Manchester City at Anfield and uh yeah I'm not (laughs) I'm not that confident um I mean of course I'm back in my team but I I'm not that confident of the scoreline especially with 
with the tools that Manchester City have at their disposal. Yeah, I look at that Liverpool back line, and I, and I think about one man on Manchester City who's going to terrorize them a little bit, and that's Erling Holland. Oh, I thought you were going to say Phil Foden. No, I mean him too. But <laughs> I just, where Liverpool's defense is right now, I mean, you never really know. But they could they could show up on the day all motivated. But I hope so. It, they, I, I, you hope so. And in that, but in that game against Arsenal, it was really just more of the defensive flaws of this team being exposed. If you look at that first goal, just, just the center of the defense is getting cut right through. Um, of course, there's injuries, a lot of them, more yeah. so than than many teams. But and the depth of this Liverpool team has always kind of been what you've talked about. People have talked about when comparing them to someone like Man City. Who just seem to have a, a, a direct replacement on the bench for anybody who goes down for Liverpool it requires some more shuffling and some more hard thinking. So there isn't necessarily the depth to deal with those injuries, and that's been on full display in this Premier League season, where they've only played eight games because of you know the Queen passing away and all the postponements because of that. So the season is still young, but I think from what we've seen thus far, compared to last season and and pretty much what Liverpool have done in this Jurgen Klopp era, and it's it's very disappointing to watch. It it really is, yeah. But I mean, hopefully, you know, hopefully they can right the ship against Man City. You want to hear a surprising stat? Uh, go for it. The last time Liverpool won in the Premier League was August thirty first against Newcastle and Anfield. That was so long ago. It was the two one, right? Yeah, because yeah. after the Queen's passing and obviously cancellations of the fixtures. Yeah. That was the last time they won in the Prem. In though. the Prem, though, but obviously Champions League, we can't talk. You know, we can talk about it, but you know, they obviously won, but uh, they're going to qualify, but. It's a really it's really a difficult time to be a Liverpool fan because you, you think? know Yeah, I mean obviously it is, yes. yeah it is. I mean the injuries, the form they're playing at um Bournemouth is above them on the table when they thrashed them 9-0 at home so you know hopefully after the world That part's just unacceptable. I mean I'm going to be honest. I mean probably. after the, after the World Cup maybe hopefully you know Hopefully after the World Cup we'll have everyone Liverpool can, somewhat you know, healthy. Because Diaz yeah. is out until then, Trent is out for. A but couple of you know weeks. that that 2020 season, Van Dyke was out for the season, and you know Liverpool. And we came, barely got into we, top four. Yeah. yeah, but you got top four. That's you know, that's, that's the objective. So, I I agree. I think right now, right it's, now, it, it, uh, Liverpool can can e- bounce back. Even Klopp said, it, "Don't don't even think about the title." And right now, I, it's yeah, just top four. And, yeah, and top four is critical because right now, you know, they want Jude Bellingham. How are you going to bring Jude Jude Bellingham over to a team that's not even in Champions League football? He he'd rather go to a team that is. So I feel like this is crucial not only for this season as a whole, but you know for potential transfer targets. Yeah, I think you just have to look at the way City have looked and the way Arsenal have looked, and then look at the way Liverpool have looked. And top four is the only goal right now. I think Chelsea have looked a lot better under Graham Potter, but you know there's definitely still some flaws there. I think it's going to be a maybe 2020 esque season for Liverpool. Where it's just a fight for the top four. Is Allison going to score a worldie again? Allison might score a worldie against West Brom. I'll take it. Well, <laughs> Allison might. Pickford almost scored against West uh, He'll drop down a league. But that no no or that would have to be in a knockout competition. Yeah, like the Carabao or FA Cup. <laughs> uh, but but moving on from one red team, we're going to talk about another red team in the Premier League, Manchester United. They uh, they did get a win against a Liver- uh, team in Liverpool, Everton, two one. And a certain someone uh, named, I forget his name. Uh, oh, oh, what's his name, Gino? Kristen Ronald. Yeah, that guy, that guy. My he, favorite. He scored his, uh, Suey, he scored his 700th career goal. I'll, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, I mean, the, the match itself is definitely a Premier League classic for Evertonians and Goodison Park. Um, you know, before the match, uh, Anthony Martial was, you know, scheduled to start the match. And obviously when he was doing his pre-match warm-ups, uh, he looked a little bit injured. He was limping towards the dressing room. You know, it was questionable if, you know, he was going to start the match. Errington Hogg said, no, he's going to continue. So he started the match well. Um, Iwobi, a screamer, an absolute screamer, set the tone for the a match belter? as well. Yeah. And this was at Goodison, right? And this was at Goodison. So it, obviously. Uh, that place gets rowdy. I, I was there for the, I, mean, um, I was there for the, uh, the Everton Newcastle one, the, the one where like the guy uh, uh, chained, uh, chained himself. himself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, it's not like a cold and rainy night stoke, but you know. It was, it was cold, but it wasn't raining. Then. It wasn't raining. Okay, so yeah, so you know, it's definitely set the tone. But then I'm surprised, you know, man, you responded back. Anthony Martial assisted uh, Anthony, who scored an absolute great goal, a little chip to the bottom left corner against Pickford, and then Martial was injured, so you know, Everton had to take him off, and then obviously Cristiano Ronaldo came on. Uh, Casemiro uh, was questionable in the beginning first half. You know, he obviously let the goal happen in the first uh, half for Iwobi to score that screamer, and then Casemiro did an absolute 
Real Madrid classic pass to Cristiano Ronaldo on the left wing. Ronaldo scores his 700th goal in all club competitions. The 700th club competition goal, right? I think and country. No, inter- no, 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 no. I think it's clubs. Not I think it's club. Yeah, yeah, it's club. Yeah, sorry. It's club, yeah. Obviously, it's a great achievement. I mean, the guy's been playing since the early 2000s. From since, before, since before we were born, probably. Yeah, I mean, I think how, I... How old are you? I'm 22. So what year? So he, so, so he's oh, thousand. I probably should have guessed that. So uh, two thousand two, he played his first game yeah. for Sporting. So I was oh, two years first old. Pro game. And this I was, guy, I was less than a year then. Yeah. And then Ronaldo went to the prem in 03 when he was eighteen years old. And then that's when he tore it up. And that's when he tore it up and became. And, and then and then after Manchester, Madrid, Madrid, Turin, Turin, and then, and then Manchester, Manchester again. again. There we go. You know, CR7s reunited and obviously seven hundred goals, an absolute achievement. Probably him and Messi are probably one of the. I think we, we're privileged and honored to see this. Yes. these two guys play in the same level, and you know, obviously there's Mbappe, Holland, Jude Bellingham is on the rise as well. Or you know, okay, well, well, let's not compare Giovanni Reina. Anybody? No, absolutely not. Let's let <laughs> let's not compare Bellingham to Mbappe. I'm not, no, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying but, on the rise. That's why I said on the rise. I, I will agree. It has been a. I mean, right now I'm sounding like they just retired but it's been a pleasure I, I was able to see them both live over there in, yeah. in Europe I'm only, I've amazing. never seen Messi live but I have seen Ronaldo live once and it was a friendly at Yankee Stadium in 2012 oh was it a Real Madrid versus AC Milan Ooh, you know AC Milan are now uh, I saw and now they're selling AC Milan merchandise at Yankee Stadium now are they and now Yankees are going to sell their merchandise at AC Milan's uh, San Siro or the new stadium as they, well. They they're ju- selling AC Milan. It was Milan like five minutes ago or like twenty minutes ago. They just announced that like a partnership. So if I go to the stadium tomorrow, hopefully, hopefully. Yo, I I know what I'm doing on my break. Yeah, but wow. uh, overall the match, you know, I, yeah, the la- yes. in the last uh, couple the of actual. minutes, in the last couple of minutes, um, Everton really started attacking and it was very dangerous. David De Gea made some two absolute great saves, and then you know Everton Hogg did a great move by subbing in Varane, and then you know it was a whole defensive line trying to clear that ball away to make sure they get three points and they did so overall i think the match was really good i wasn't watching the game but where was harry Maguire and all this harry Maguire's injured so his injured. best place is on the bench martinez yeah. Yeah. i said this joke the, before and i'll yeah, say it again he, yeah but they found the perfect spot for him and i hope he's injured forever but you know <laughs> hey, hey hey yes I know. so uh i wa- i don't know you, you didn't see the match right no i was working okay well did you see the match? It's all part of it. I feel like that's my excuse for like every game over the weekend. It's like, did you I, watch it? No, I, I think Casemiro was the man of the match. He wasn't or was? He, well, he was officially, but I think he wasn't. I would have given it to like you know, Luke Shaw probably. I would have given Shaw it to Ronaldo really just good. for the 700th. Or that too. I mean, Wait, was he the equalizer or the winner? He was the winner. He scored two, well, the second goal. Well, then there you go. So, yeah. Man of the match. But uh, great match. Um, they're playing uh, Newcastle, right? At home next uh, this Sunday. I think so, yeah. Uh, the same time when the Classico is being played, so it's going to be a really exciting. Oh, Sunday. who's watching that then? I'm sorry. Well, at the same time, the Classico. I think it's the same time or an hour before. Because that yeah, that's going to be good, especially after what happened midweek. Oh, we're going to get to that. Yeah, actually, we're we're actually going to get into that right now. Uh, we're going to start off with the Tuesday matches, and first of, I want to highlight an absolute fraud. Cool. Go for it. Manchester City, Copenhagen. Nil nil draw. Holland did not score. He's a fraud. I called it. Nil nil okay. draw. No, but so yeah, obviously they were held to well, first they went down to ten men, but they didn't score. So there is hope that someone can contain I'm an surprised. Erling Bear Holland. I'm surprised who was the goalkeeper for uh for Copenhagen? I don't know the name off he the He saved top the of penalty head. off Mares. Uh it was the goalkeeper's name is Grabara. Grabara? I, I, well, I think I'm butchering that pronunciation. Respect, respect to him because he uh Saved a Mars penalty, and it was I, honestly we all knew it was going to the left side. So obviously Mars did not. But the main part was Holland, Holland didn't, didn't score. score. Exactly, that's what we want. It took a 30th minute red card <laughs> away from home in the Champions League for him not to score. Really? Which is, I mean, there is hope for a defense. There is hope. Can, you just got to get Man City to get down to 10 men early enough, and you have to be, they have to be on the road in a pretty hostile atmosphere. An- Anfield can be hostile. Anfield can be hostile. But Anfield. you just got to draw somebody into taking a red card. I'm I'm sure we can figure something out for Sunday. Is it Sunday? Or s- it's Sunday, right? What? United Liverpool. Uh, United Liverpool. It's uh, City Liverpool. I'm pretty sure that's on that Sunday. That's Sunday, 11:30, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, but um, I just wanted to point out that Holland didn't score a goal. I is this the only match he hasn't scored a goal? Because I feel he, he no, scored. There's been matches. He, he scored, scored so scored. many. No, there's though. been matches. I think this is like his streak is like over. Yeah, his scoring. streak's over. Yeah. How sad. Uh, but but moving on to the other game, 
in that match, which was uh, Sevilla against uh, Borussia Dortmund. Uh, that was played to a 1-1 draw. Um, I didn't quite watch that. But 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 the main game I want to talk about uh, was in another group, uh, Maccabi Haifa against Juve. Shout out Maccabi Haifa because it, they, was, they, yeah. it was a great game. They beat Juve too. And the goals were absolutely insane. I think uh, what really struck out to me, I mean, credit to and respect to Maccabi Haifa. I mean, Haifa, right? Like Haifa, Nelson. yes. I mean, obviously, they played a great game. They won. But, you know, it's always going to be, the attention's always going to be span to uh, Juventus and especially Massimiliano Allegri. Uh, there was reports that, you know, Juventus were going to sack him. But, you know, very various reporters were saying that it's too expensive to sack. It is, yeah. It's so expensive to sack That's what Romano said, yeah. And they're going to stay with them. And the president actually spoke out after the game that um, he's our manager. He's going to stay our manager. And there's no uh, conversation of him leaving or of us firing him. So it's very interesting uh, decision by, you know, people at Juventus. But uh, great game from Maccabi Haifa, and they got the three points. Shout out Josh Cohen, Maccabi Shout Haifa goalie. Cohen. United States, eligible international, never been capped. UC San Diego alumni, Phoenix Rising, Sacramento Republic, USL. Um, veteran, goes to Maccabi Haifa in 2019, now includes a clean sheet against Juventus. So yeah. you'd love to see it. And don't forget, right now, uh, according to the good old group, Juve are third with three points with two matches to play. Uh, so in the other match, PSG drew against Benfica 1-1. So now PSG and Benfica are both level on points with eight. And then you have Juve five points away in, in third. Before, before we get into like, the next groups, like it's insane to, to see like the teams we're expected to see go past the knockouts are actually going to go to Europa League. Ju- Barcelona, Juve, yeah. Juve Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Maybe yeah no, but I I think the biggest shock there is obviously Juve in that group because you you know you, you had Allegri and now they basically need to have flawless like they need to win both of their upcoming games which are against uh, Benfica and PSG yeah. and then either have PSG or Benfica struggle against uh, a Maccabi Haifa and I don't think that's gonna happen um, and then going back to the group G like I mentioned uh, Man City is top of that group I think they're yeah Man City are qualified. Uh, with 10 points, Dortmund on 7, Sevilla on 2, Copenhagen on 2. Um, but now on to Group F with the reigning Champions League winners, uh, Real Madrid, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they they played to a 1-1 draw against Shakhtar Donetsk. And as for the other match, RB Leipzig beat Celtic 2-0. Not, not really that much going on in the group. Uh, Real Madrid are top and not qualified yet, but... Real Madrid? I don't think they Real Madrid are. are qualified. Are they? They are qualified. Um... Oh, it's because they're going against, yeah. 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 Antonio Rudiger, a warrior. I, I mean, saw that, yeah. It was so scary to see. I was watching the last couple of minutes, and obviously um, the goal was you know, great. I mean, Rudiger put his you know, face out for that. But you got to die for the three points. I mean, you know, you, you can wear the Real Madrid shirt, but you know, never stain of, of shame or regret. So it's mm-hmm. obviously Rudiger's a warrior. Uh, the way he just came off, you know, he fell. His whole face was bloody. I think his eye, you know, was really messed up. His forehead was open, you know. They had to do some stitches. I saw some clips game. after, yeah. But uh, because Rudiger and his sacrifice of his, of his face, uh, Real Madrid are through to the knockout, and they're the only team in the UEFA Champions League history that have qualified every single knockout since the new era of the Champions League. What a bunch of tryhards. Uh, so For Madrid sure. are, are on uh, top with 10, Leipzig on second and six with six points, Shakhtar Donetsk with five points, and then Celtic in a lowly one. And are eliminated. Yep. Uh, how sad. But they could go to Europa League. They could. They could. There's they still could. a possibility. I don't think they will, though. Uh, now, now under Group E, uh, the big match in Group E was Chelsea against Milan. Uh, and Chelsea ended up winning 2-0. Uh, I want to talk about the other game. Dinamo Zagreb was held to a 1-1 draw against Salzburg. Uh, and now it's currently Chelsea, top of the group, with seven points. Salzburg with six points. Uh, our producer in the back, Chris, is very happy with Chelsea being top. Uh, Milan in third with four points. And then Dinamo Zagreb also with four points, but in fourth. Uh, I'm going to pass it over to Nick because you are a Chelsea fan. I am. How do you feel? Because obviously, you know, Chelsea... Uh, has won three in a you know because they beat Milan then Wolves and then Milan again um how you know obviously do you see this as a step in the right direction do you are you more confident about the team because you know at the start you you lost to Dinamo Zagreb and then a draw to Salt you you were dead in the table you were last in the table and now you're you're top with Graham Potter in charge now instead of Thomas Tuchel I think the team looks sharper they look a little faster in terms of the way they're moving the ball in possession we all know how with Thomas Tuchel It'd be a lot of possession for Chelsea, but there'd be really no creativity in the front three. 
we'd be relying on people like Reese James and Ben Chilwell from wing back to come forward and make things happen. And really the goal scoring under Tuchel was never there. I think we just look better under Potter offensively. And I think that's really all Chelsea fans can ask for right now. I mean, we played, you know, in back-to-back match days against AC Milan and beat them 3-0 at home and then 2-0 away from away from home. And that's Serie A champions, AC Milan. That's a good team that, that, that Chelsea just did that to. It's interesting how, you know, Kepa Rizvalaga keeps getting some chances under Potter. That's interesting to keep an eye on. But I just think in terms of how lost this team looked pre-Potter, um, under Tuchel at the beginning of this year, compared to now, it's a step in the right direction. I think players who struggled under Tuchel, players maybe a player like Ruben Loftus Cheek looks a lot better now under Graham Potter, and I think things are moving in the right direction. Definitely no title charge happening or anything like that. But I think top four is the the aim in the Prem, and see how far things can go in the Champions League. But I'm confident in our ability to qualify for the knockout stage and our ability to get through the first knockout rounder. So I th- I think the team is playing really well right now. At least one of our teams is in a positive direction. Uh, now we're going to talk about Wednesday's matches. Uh, Tottenham beat Eintracht Frankfurt uh, 3-1 with a beautiful, sorry, a 3-2 with a beautiful goal from Human Son. I'm not sure if any of you guys saw that on the volley. Um, and then also in the other match, Marseille beat Sporting 2-0. So now Tottenham are top of the group with 7, Marseille on 6, Sporting in 3rd, also on 6, and Eintracht Frankfurt, the reigning Europa League winners, on 4 points. And I feel like that one is still any any spots up for grabs because you got seven six six and four so uh, we did do this at the beginning but we're going to do this now again which two of these teams do you think are qualifying i'm thinking it's tottenham and as much as i want to say eintracht frankfurt i think mar i think sporting uh could still uh, uh pull themselves together it's very close to say i think obviously spurs is going to go through but you know marseille and sporting are you know tied with six points um, Marseille was they won right against Sporting. Sporting had two red cards, um, and Tottenham plays uh, Sporting next away. So I'm I want to say Sporting, but I think Marseille is going to go through for sure. Yeah, give me Marseille. They have they have to play Frankfurt away and then Tottenham at home, as uh, opposed to Sporting, you have to go um, away to Tottenham, which is much much more difficult. I think I think Marseille displayed yesterday i mean sporting had the red card but i think marseille is gonna is gonna get it done okay uh i'm gonna skip a group for now we're gonna go to group b because here was a bit of a shock that i don't think anyone expected club brug top of the table with 10 points and qualified the first wow. time the first time in their history they get to the knockouts of champions league all they had to do was win or tie in the wanda metropolitano and they uh, and they drew and they drew and they actually you know, qualified, you know, respect to them. They were obviously seen on their faces. They were really emotional. It's very historic in their club to go to the knockouts. Um, questionable time for let's go uh, Madrid. I mean, you know, since the loss against uh, Real Madrid at, ho- at home, you know, they've been a real, little bit shaky and, you know, they dropped points now. So now they're third in the group stage with four points. Porto has six points and obviously Club Rouge is qualified. So, uh, do you guys think Atletico might go through? Because you know Porsche is actually really good. Um, it's very it's very hard to say. You know these last two match days for sure. I mean, uh, I'd say that the big game in that one is the next Porto Atletico game. If I'm not mistaken, that is I, I don't know which stadium that's in. Uh, I'm not sure if that's in the Wanda or if that's in. Uh, the, um, that's at the Wanda. Is it the, the game against Porto? Yeah. No, that's, that's a, in that's again in Porto. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it, it's the, because the last the time... The comeback early. Yeah, it was oh, the 11th yeah, yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'd say, I, I I mean, Atletico Madrid is one of the best teams in Spain. You know, you, you have Simeon, who finally got that Griezmann deal done. I think we mentioned that last week, but yeah. 20 million now, so he can play, he as, can many, play. He can play I, as much time yeah. as he wants. Once we get into Barca, I do have a, a lot to say about that transfer thing. Yeah, um, I mean... Honestly, I, I, I still think it's 50-50. It's, whoever wins that will come out on top. Because that's match day six, so that's like, I mean, yeah, the, well, the number just becomes obvious. Um, as for Group A, Napoli have also confirmed uh, their qualification by beating Ajax at uh, at the uh, at the Napoli Stadium. So you know, congrats on them. They they're flawless through the Champions League. Four wins, sorry, four games, four wins. 
Uh, as for Liverpool, I can actually be happy about this. Uh, they beat Rangers 7-1, including the fastest hat-trick in Champions League history by a certain Mohamed Salah. I believe he scored all of them in six minutes? Six minutes. Yeah, and he, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think that's just the type of game that he needed, you know, to score a hat-trick like that, you know, that quickly. I mean, uh, and also Diogo Jota got all three of those assists, this, which I yeah, thought that was, so like, pretty sweet. nice. Yeah, it was... Uh... Great game from Liverpool. Okay. I mean, obviously, Rangers scored f- uh, first. so I that, that does seem to be a trend. Liverpool it, do love conceding first. For sure. And, you know, great goal by Rangers in the first half. We got to give credit to that. But then, you know, obviously, Liverpool took control of the game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Mohamed Salah was on bench and then came on. And then, you know, same as uh, uh, Diego Holta. And then, you know, hat-trick, two hat-tricks, assists and goals. And, yeah. Uh, Napoli are qualified. They're first with 12 points. Liverpool is assured a Europa League spot, but they are looking towards... Uh, okay, I didn't appreciate you phrasing it like I'm that. Just, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm just reading off my, my stats. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> this uh, is the this is the rare year where both Celtic and Rangers are, have, in, yeah. are in the Champions League, and both of them have kind of sold the bag. Yeah, right now Rangers are eliminated from Champions League, but still have a potential at Ajax, but they need Liverpool to beat Ajax and Rangers to do something against Napoli. And then, of course, that final game is Ajax Rangers, but that's too far yeah, away. To I mean, do, the but... Napoli and Ajax uh, games, both games were amazing. I mean, goals after goal after. I wasn't goals. watching that one. I, I was watching the highlights. Yeah, but seeing the highlights, I didn't watch it either. But seeing the highlights, it was insane. I mean, uh, Ajax are right now in Europa League position, so uh, Liverpool's definitely going through the knockouts. I pray. That, yeah, I'm for hoping. Sure. Like and, right now, all they need is a point because they go up against Aya. Ajax next, yeah. so all they need is a point. And Ajax is definitely going to be in Europa League, so it's going to be you know an interesting uh, match day uh, five. Yeah. But uh, props to props to Rangers. They you know they played well, but they, they tried know, their hard. They tried their hard. No, I'm not going to lie because I, I said this last week. Away games are always tricky, especially at Ibrox. Like if you if once very, you saw the goal tricky. go in, you saw the camera shaking. shaking. Like yeah, were, it was it was rocking. It was rocking. That would have been a fun place and to they be. They got at. quiet. Well, yeah, because we scored seven. Um, and then obviously last, but certainly not least, the quote-unquote, well, not even a quote-unquote, it is the group of death. Bayern, Bayern Munich. Bayern yeah. have secured their qualification by winning uh, their game against Victoria Plisson. They are, like Napoli, flawless. Four games, four wins. However, the main match here was Barcelona against it- Inter. A bit of backstory. Last week, Inter... I see Chris shaking his head. Uh... <laughs> Last week, Inter beat Barcelona at the San Siro 1-0, which meant that Barcelona needed to win this game because Correct. because of the way that the tiebreakers work. It's the head-to-heads that are taken into, with more emphasis. Yeah. And uh, they, they didn't do that. They ended up uh, tying 3-3. I mean, obviously, Barca got, got, their, got the first goal because I, uh, I, I had this game on with, with the Liverpool and a beautiful goal by Barcelona over the first one. But then I, I want to specifically talk about the equalizer that made it one one with Gerard Piquet. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but like he no, yeah, he, he waved sure. everyone. He was like, ah, now um, we got it. And then, you know, he he doesn't see. I think it was Barella behind him who who scores the equalizer. And I'm like, you know, that you are you you're playing for Barcelona. You've been with the Barcelona team for God knows how many years. Like, you know, you're not a first year. You should know better. It's on that. it. It was definitely the game of of the week for sure. I mean. Barcelona, ha- it was a must-win game to keep their, you know, Champions League dreams of qualifying, which is crazy to say about Barcelona, but it's true, and we're living it. Um, yeah, the equalizer was insane. Piquet really thought, you know, there was nobody there, and then to his surprise, there was someone there, and it was the equalizer. And then, you know, the second goal for Inter was so lucky. I mean, it hit the post, and then it just went to the goal. It bounced off both, right? It went off of it the left, off and both. then right, and, and then, then it in, went yeah. in. And it, was it Lautaro? Yes. Great goal. Uh, but, you know, what I do like about Barca... But then, but then Barca equalized, right? No, right. That, yes, that's what it, I was getting it, into. What yeah. I do like about Barca is, you know, especially being in Camp Nou, Spotify Camp Nou. Uh, <laughs> Spotify, yes. Uh, they fought. They did? They fought. And, you know, they got the equalizer. It was lucky, too. You know, it, it um, came off a defender. Well, so was Inter's second goal. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. It's all luck in this game, but, you know, it was a 2-2 uh, draw so far, and then the last couple of minutes was just hectic. So um. I, I'm I'm not sure if you saw, but when Gozen scored the third for Inter, like, everyone just mobbed him for, like, Inter. Like, everyone and that's ran what, And that's him. what Thierry Henry was talking about. Uh, uh, Nick, you have something to say? Yeah, it's just I wanted to say really quickly about Robert Lewandowski, how if there was if there was any sort of shadow of 
a doubt, if people were doubting, would he be able to do it in a Barcelona team instead of a Bayern team? I mean, he silenced everybody. Oh, for sure. So, you mean Robert so Lewandowski? Lewandowski. He silenced everybody so quickly. I mean, the man's just an absolute machine. And Barcelona are a better team with him playing up top. For oh, sure. yeah, of course, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about you know Barcelona fans. I was looking on you know Twitter, and they were talking about Barcelona, and they were thrashing. How can you lose this game? Because a tie is a loss to them, for sure. But, yeah, you know, it's devastating Lu- for their chances. But, you know, when Messi was playing Barcelona, and this alludes to, you know, Lewandowski. I'm so used to saying Lewandowski now. Um, you can call him that. It's fine. Lewandowski, he, he can't do everything. He has to – He can't. he's not defending. He has to score the goals. And you saw the rage – of that header, the way he jumped, the way he like on the third the, goal, yeah, yeah, I, he, it, he it was angry. it was, was angry, and what a great goal! And um, you know, I think what's ha- what's happening in Barcelona was uh, what happened. No, nothing. You were just shocked. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying because it was crazy. I've never seen Lewandowski like that. You know, the rage he built up to himself. That's because he's never been in a position. He's like, oh God, we need to get, we need to qualify for the Champions League. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, that last, I and then the, obviously the three two was. Uh, you know what it reminded me of last season when Benfica played Barcelona and Benfica, uh, it happened again, and when and it was three three, Inter at the last minute had a chance to knock out Barcelona, and then he sh- he shot and then the goalkeeper turned and saved the, the the goal. Last year against who? Benfica, last season against Benfica. Oh yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, Benfica like, did the double right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah all Benfica had to do it was in Camp Nou, pass the ball to the left to uh, Nunez I think, and then. He didn't pass. I heard of that guy. He did. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but I mean, obviously, uh, if we take a look at now, and I think I know. Well, I don't know if that's where you were going, but I know you want to go with this, so I'll kind of, I'll kind of lead us there. Uh, Bayern obviously qualified on twelve points. Inter with seven in second. Barca with four, and then Victoria Plzen just zero, eliminated from uh, champions. But they could make it into Europa. Um, so obviously, you know, this is a huge, huge disappointment. Uh, for Barca fans, especially how they made all those signings. I mean, you know, they brought in everyone, it feels like. And now they are... Because right now, what Barca... They need to beat Bayern, because their next game is against Bayern. They need to beat at Bayern yeah. at the Camp Nou, so maybe, and then have Victoria Pleasen just either tie or beat Inter. And and then what? And then Barcelona needs to beat Victoria Pleasen as well, because they can't just be level on points, because they cause Inter holds that critical... Tiebreaker. Barcelona doesn't doesn't hold their fate. It's Inter that holds their fate. Yeah, so basically, Inter has to Inter need to lay one Inter of the biggest wins, eggs we've Inter, seen. Inter wins the game, they're they're through. Barcelona's against you know, against Victoria Pilsen. Yeah. You're relying on a team with a negative 13 goal differential for four games. Yeah, 16 goals allowed. Result. That's not good. No but, points, but they scored no three. There's a chance. No points at all. So Inter goes. Inter wins the game. They go and Barcelona are back to Europa League, back to back season. And I and, and I gotta think that's gotta be a gut shot for Xavi because you made all those big money signings. You've sold some of your future stake. You know, all of that. And then you need champions it, f- for the financial. But reasons. it's not new. It's been happening for years now. The the signings, the the money that goes into these signings. Yeah, no. But what I'm saying is that this. Oh year, no, yeah, for like, Xavi, like they did yeah. that. You know, Xavi. I mean, last you know, last year when, Xavi, when when did Xavi get uh the the coaching uh. What, like, when it was happened it? before I went to. I think just as I went to London, so like, like December, I think. Before. Okay, so we've knew. So at that point, we knew Barca was going to Europa League. So he, you know, obviously was part of you know the Europa League campaign. So obviously he was the knockouts and new competitions to him. But uh, the season, especially, he it's his full his first full season as the manager of Barcelona. And I agree with you, Mike. I mean. It's such a weird season, and you know it must be a, if like if it does happen, if Inter wins, and you know Barca are, are I mean, it going will happen. back. It's against Victoria. You never know. Yeah. You never know in football, but that you is know, true. Uh, if they do go back to Europa League, it's definitely a huge blow for for Xavi, and you know, uh, you saw the pain in his uh, in the in his voice last night when he was giving the interview. He's in Spain without the S. He's definitely in Spain without the S. There's just so much drama this summer around. <laughs> You know who are Barcelona gonna sign? And if they do sign them, can they even play? Because of all the La Liga rules, do they have the money to even get these players? Where's the money coming from? All these levers have to be whatever pulled. We've seen levers have to be pulled. So many of these buzzwords going around, and after all that, that the fact they might be in the Europa League after the group stage, that has to sting for not just Javi but the entire club, because this seemed like the summer where everybody, where Barcelona and what they were saying is okay, that's it, no more. We're back to being. The old FC Barcelona that would dominate La Liga and win Champions League titles. And this would be a setback because just 
not just purely from a footballing standpoint, but from the financial perspective of how much money you get from staying in the Champions League compared to dropping down to the Europa League. Um, they they need to stay in the Champions League, and it looks like it's not going to happen. This goes back to 2019. The transfers they've made, selling, um, getting. What happened in 2019? Was it Coutinho? They got Coutinho for how how much money? Way too much money. Way that too we much used money. To get this guy on the yeah. back of my shirt. Went to Barca, yep. right? Doesn't play. Gets sad. Gets loaned to Bayern. I know where you're going with this. Yes. Bayern plays Barca in the semifinals. A two. Not semifinals. Wasn't not semi. Oh, it was quarterfinals. Quarters. Sorry, I'm gassing myself. Um, but uh, and what was the score? Sorry. It was eight two. Yeah, who, it was eight two. I can tell you where I was. No, but here's not a surprise. Coutinho came off the bench as a Barcelona player, but then scored. No, sorry. What was I saying? As a Bayern player, but was owned by Barcelona and scored two goals against them. Scored two. I I remember seeing that. I was like, this is like the. And then that was when they fired the coach. Messi wanted to leave. He stayed for another year. But and then and then Coutinho went back to Barcelona the next season as a Champions League winner. Yeah, with Bayern. With Bayern. The Jong. Dembele, Dembele was injured so many times throughout the course of you know. No, the no, last... but Dembele has changed himself. No, no, no I yeah. know. This season, yeah, I mean, obviously he was really good against Barca this season in the game, especially. But then Antoine Griezmann, they get him for how much money? Too much money as well, right? Yeah, hundred something Way million. Way too much. From who? It was from Atleti. One hundred twenty yep. million yeah. euros. One hundred twenty million euros, right? And what happened last a couple of days ago? They sold him back to Let's Go for twenty million euros. I thought it was a loan with option to buy, but yeah, essentially. But it shows the, you the, the, the transfers and the deals the Barcelona. You know, board of directors are doing it. They question why they have no money it's because of the deals they're doing. Yeah, like this. I, I mean, when you're when you're paying all of that for those players, and, and then and, and also out, the yeah. fans also protesting, and especially the Frankfurt match. You know, the whole oh, camp. Oh yeah, knew, that was a whole it was scenario. All Frankfurt year, yeah. fans. It really shows how really how bad the Barca board of directors are. Really, so far. Yeah, but don't forget they did change presidents back to. Back to and yeah, I mean, who was it? Uh, uh, back to Laporte. No, yeah. no, it was Bartomeu. Bartomeu and then went to Laporte. Yeah. But I mean, this season, man, if they don't make a Champions League, I don't know what, what Barca is going to be like next season. It, it's a setback, but I, I think Laporte will stay there. Xavi will stay there. I think. Oh, you can't, you can't sack Xavi. Laporte's job right now was to fix what Bartomeu, because Bartomeu was the one making those signings. He he kind of created that, you know, that position where Barcelona were basically, you know. They had to think about a Messi, you know. That's where they put it. And then Laporta uh, has been doing, like, these kind of, not sneaky moves, but these tactical, you know, to the outside. It's like, what on earth are you doing? But, you know, it's clear that, that, that Laporte has a vision and that, you know, Xavi has a vision as well. It'll take longer now if they get out of Champions League. How, how old is Piquet? Oh, God knows. Way too old. 37, 30, 38? 34. 34. 34 is my guess. He's only, uh, so you're guessing 34. I'm saying 36. Ooh. Chris, how about you guess quickly? I know you. I know you can't. No, I, I, yeah, just guess. Uh, nothing. Alrighty. Well, he's thirty-five. So you guys put the difference. He's thirty-five years old. Back when when uh Byron won eight two, he gave a post-match interview that really struck me. He was like, this, "I'll leave." Yeah. This club needs change, and if they if they want me out, I'll be the first one to leave, and uh, they'll get a new player. He's still there. He said he'll play for free. His relationship with Messi like broke, and then obviously Messi left. And his relationship with Xavi isn't the best as well. I heard a I heard a report. I mean, all 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 the all the gossip and all the news this past couple of months with Piquet, uh, football wise in his personal life, it really it really hit when he let that goal happen for Inter. Shambolic, shambolic defending. There was he no passion. really put his hands up like this, yeah. and then said, "Guys, there's nobody there. Trust we got me." This. And then. Uh, score but yeah uh, that's enough about a, a sad team now we're going to get on to my favorite segment of the show we don't even have a name for this my first ever time being a part of this nameless yes. segment this we, is i'm the, excited yeah. we are doing the, the panini book panini yes. first of all big shout out to gino who keeps on bringing these packs and also got me my own panini because as i said in in a previous uh, episode i get all of the duplicates so i already have some should we talk about should we talk about CBS and like how we like didn't get last while while we open the uh, while we open them I just realized that I, I'll I'll actually I'm gonna make you start off wait hold on yeah yeah you want me to start off yeah okay, you ready I gotta push. all right let's oh, see nice. what we got uh crazy good sound it's really ASMR so we got Serbian Alexander Mitrovic 
Championship hey, baller. Championship baller. Championship legend. Uh, Christoph Piektek. I don't know, from Poland. Winter 2019 baller. Really? Jan- he, remember, he scored a bunch of goals for, I believe it was Genoa, earned a move to uh, AC oh. Milan, Okay. tore it up, and then has never been heard of again. Spells uh, at Hertha Berlin, I believe. Kamal Dean Sulemana from Ghana. Cool. Uh, we got, uh, for some reason, the man in the match against Everton, Casemiro. So I think this is a duplicate, Mike. Is it? I think so. Nice. So I already right get now. more. Let's go. And Raul Jimenez from Mexico. Hey. This is a really good one, actually. And, and of course, we all know he plays for? Yeah, I'm a couple high feet. I don't know. What? What team does Jimenez play for? Wolves. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And who's a big fan of Wolves? Alex Wolves. There you go. I just wanted to bring that up. My uh, dad. Uh, <laughs> Why did I say McCovey? <laughs> Why did you say McCovey? I forgot. Uh, is it? Uh, was that it? Uh, oh, I have to, I have one more, but I thought we can go first. No, no, no I mean, like, but that was your pack. That was we'll go pack. around. So you go, and then I'll go, because yeah. I only have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gino, next time bring more. Come on. We have two, and Nick Sorry, has one. Man, I made him money. You know, it's $2 You guys can help us by clicking the, the $2 support a pack, button. You know? so it's insane. Is there a support we button? We don't have that. Well, on the website. On the website. It's a donation button, isn't there? I believe so. Yeah. Help, guys. Yeah, I do have a, It's a duplicate. Oh, it is a duplicate. Let's go. Sorry, okay, man. so that's my pack. That one, uh, that, that one is not good. That. that one. I, I'm not really good with this. It, it's Well, I'll start with the CBS talk. It, it's you and James. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, well, CBS show is probably the best show I've seen, especially for football. I see Mike smiling. And no, just, just continue. And he got messy for sure. I, I did not. Um, what the UCL group for CBS are doing, they're going to Brooklyn uh, in two weeks to yeah. do a live show, a live taping of the Champions. They're doing a fan, a fan festival. They're going to have some drinks there, food, um, activities. And we're, we're going to be there. We're gonna, me and Mike are going to be uh, there. Are we going to go? Wow. Yeah, we're yeah, going to well, go. It's because we registered. Like, we regist- it's, if, you, if you register now, you'll be on the wait list. But like, we yeah. were able to. like. We got, like yeah. He sent that link to me 10 minutes after it was tweeted, and it was already like sold out. But if you just kept on refreshing yeah, at that point, just, I was able to grab it. So one. we're going to both nice. days. Uh, yeah. Kate Abdo, Jamie Carragher, Michael Richards. I, I want to go to Carragher's uh, pub. Thierry Henry. Yeah. Uh, and American superstars, Clint Dempsey. Don't care. I'm kidding. Maurice Adu, uh, Charlie Davis, and uh, was it uh, Gooch? Who's the Gooch? I, uh, Gucci Anyewu. I better see the Gooch and Mike do in real life. They're they're gonna, they, if they don't do an arrest, I'm going to be so pissed. Apparently a dance battle, but it's going to be in the Brooklyn Pier, so the drop, uh, the city, uh, so the New York City skyline and the, and the bay, it's going to be really exciting. Are you ready for my pack? Go for it. We have an Argentinian. Messi. No, it's Guido Rodriguez. Oh, he's a good player. Then we have a Croatian. Luka. No. Uh, Rakitic. No. Uh, Kovacic. No. Goalkeeper. No. Lovren. No. Um. Is okay. he Vida. Vida. No, it's a Gavardio. Gavardio. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. And then we have <laughs> all of these are England players, so I kind of save the best for uh, last. Yeah. This is a midfielder. Be... This is a midfielder. The first one is a midfielder. J- Jaden Sancho. No. Nope. Is an English midfielder. Yes. Jude Bellingham. No. Midfielder. 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 Um, Jordan Henderson. No. Are we just going to keep going until we get it? I'll give you guys w- one more try each. Chris, um, if you want to guess, you can just give me um, Mason Mount. No. I'm lost, so I'm going to say Harry Kane. The cur- midfielder. <laughs> I know. I'm just... He guessed it. What was it? Calvin Phillips. Calvin, Calvin Phillips. Phillips. Okay, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then we have Has an- not been seen. And then we have another midfielder. And I'm not going to make you guys guess because Nick said it. Who did you Mason say? Mount. Mason Mount. Yeah, Mason Mount. Is he a duplicate? I want to say he is. Oh, am I going to get Mason but, uh, Mount? Go to the next one. You said him as a joke. Hurricane. Hurricane. That's a good one. On a red one. And it's a red. So it's a rare. I, I got the triple England. Let's That's go. Awesome. Shout out for Chris to uh, for, Chris. For getting yeah, Phillips. Shout out to Hurricane. I, I didn't know he, he guessed Phillips. <laughs> oh, the Mason uh, Phillips? So uh, everyone said one. That was ironic because he Oops. said Mount, he said Phillips, and you said Well, we all got Hurricane. the players we said. Exactly. Well, now, Gino, it's, it's your turn. I have a your... lot of ink. I have Harry Kane, actually. <gasps> so oh, you get the red one. I get the red one. Let's go. Uh, I got Luke Shaw, uh, Calvin Phillips, yeah. and who was the other one? Mason Mount. Yeah. I don't have Mason Mount. Well, there you go. I'm I have so you. excited for this moment. Really? I, I've never opened one of these before. Oh, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought, yeah, go. Yeah, it's my turn. ASMR. You got to do a nice one. We're going to try, and if me and Mike... You ruined his a- ASMR on that one, by the way. He was opening the no, pack. No, I thought he was done. He was pretty done. No, nah, he was still opening Sorry. it, though. While you set it up and you tell it to us the way we want, uh, I was want, saying... Um, uh, let's talk about the CBS So thing. when me and Mike go, we're going to try... Are we allowed to talk about this? Yeah, we're we can. Yeah. yeah, so when me and Mike are going to... Okay, 
Are you go, ready? go ahead. Okay, go so ahead. I'm, I'm so finish. excited. Yeah. Me and Mike are going to try to make Kate Abdo say this is F-U-V-F-C. <laughs> no, sure. you said that. I'm just saying. Well, I'm going to be high Kate, and then Kate's going to be like, who was this? Who, is, who I, are you? I actually met a couple of the CBS reporters uh, at Anfield. I met Guillaume Balaguer and Are you going to bring like, a mic so we can like use it in the intro? It's probably just a phone. Yeah. Phone. You know what? We should talk to Ryan about that. Uh, if we potentially are able to get this woman to say this thing. <laughs> that would be it. Oh, no, imagine being a Kara. No, a Kara or Richard. I want to see Mike or Richard's the, laugh. And yeah, and he'll be like, well, this is FEVFC, and then just do his loud just, laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Nick, it right, looks okay. like you're ready. So what we got up? a Moroccan goalkeeper. Oh, God, I won't know that. Munir Mamedi. Ah, of course. Cool. We have a Saudi Arabian. Okay. Don't know. Abdulayla Alamri. It's kind of a bum pack right now. I'm not this is. We have Poland. Lewandowski. Click. And then the best card is saved for last. Still not a great one. Uh, Uruguayan. Suarez. No. Nunez. No. Valverde. Think no. Uh, uh, Defender. Uh, uh, the Barcelona guy. He I forget his name. Oh. No. Older. Uh, I was going to say Bentacur, but never mind. Older than that. Ro- oh, is it uh, uh, Atletico Madrid be- previously? Yes. Godin? Diego Godin. Chris wow. got it before. Godin. Diego Godin. He's, he's awesome. Chris is good with this. One yeah. of my all-time favorite players. Yeah, Godin? He's a, he's a yeah. Very, yeah, I he's love watching Oh, where does he play now? Syria? Uh, no, he plays in, I think, in Brazil or Uruguay. Yikes. He's about to South, South America, for sure. Wait, oh, was that it? That's it's, it. It's five cards, right? And I got a little Brazil team card. Oh, see, they, 19, you got to mention that. Something? 1970. Yeah, 1970. you got to mention that. That's a good one. That's the last time I'll pull out. That's an antique. It's an antique. It's definitely yeah. an antique. Godin yeah. is currently in the Argentine, Argentine Premier League. That's okay, okay, can I pass them all to Gino because he, he, he deserves them. Well, not deserves them. He bought them. There you them. go, Gino. Gino, open your second pack. Uh, actually, you open yours. I'm going to make you do it. Okay. I'm the host. And yeah, I was just looking up the CVS to watch. There's still a wait list. So. Yeah, it's insane. it's insane. I I told Alex about it, but uh, I think he's on the wait list as well. Really? Yeah. Well, I texted him the moment it came out. Want to go to Kerrigar's Pub? Uh, before, yeah. Okay. I'll go this weekend. I'm down. Want to go this weekend? I got nothing this weekend. All right, let's go this weekend. Yeah. Okay. There's no oh, Yankees? after the game. After the uh, Yankees game, yeah. On Friday? Yeah, tomorrow. I mean, I'll be in... <laughs> it is a crazy conversation, Chris. Uh, you know what? We'll talk about it over Chris, the weekend. Let's go tomorrow. All right, after the game. <laughs> Nick, you're you're going to be there, right? No. All right, let's go. You're not going to go I'm with not going to go. Why? I'm busy. Grab some food. Come busy, on. I'm busy guy. Things uh, to do. All right, okay, this, okay. Is, this is a pretty... Oh, wait, wait, actually, I think... wait. You're doing the um, the Red Bulls game, right? Yeah, on Saturday. Playoff game, yeah. me and James. You know what? Well, how about you promote that? Because I feel like you know we don't talk about the MLS here that much. You promote the Real MLS quick, game. me yeah. and James Burley are going to be at the New York Red Bulls... Um, FC Cincinnati playoff game on Saturday. Follow along on Twitter for the two of us. Live updates. We'll do a nice post game video with some some post game audio, some quotes. Follow James does I do it too, but James does it better. The play by play on Twitter. This is go. really, really good. Like you don't have to watch the game if you don't want to. Um I'm gonna be what a great promo. at City Field Monday seeing the game as a fan. So you should ask uh, Ryan. To, actually, I think Keenan's doing it, but you should talk to Ryan. Anyway, open the pack because I feel like we're running slower on time. Um I ha- Chris, I how I much have- time do we have left? Just IBF me, Gino. Go. I have a I have a bad pack, but you know we're just gonna go. I got an, uh, a player from Iran, Mehdi Tarami. Is that is how you pronounce it? We got the host country player, uh, the goalkeeper. I think Masal Brassam from Qatar. There you go. Hey. Uh, we got Pierre Almel Hochbrek from Denmark. Ooh, there you go. Uh, we got a rarity, a blue one, it's Johan Venegas from Costa Rica. It's a what? Sorry, Venegas. Uh, bl- blue rarity. Blue. Oh, Le Bleu. It's a blue. And then we actually have a crust of a team. So if you what guys, group? Actually, I, I don't even know. Um, I don't know, but what it, continent? One continent, definitely Europe. Spain. No. Portugal. No. You guess of uh, Germany. England. No, close though. Germany, close. Austria. No. France. No. Uh, I failed geography. Big Rom. Belgium. Belgium. There you go. It's a gold one, so pretty cool. How come you didn't know that? He used to play for Chelsea. Uh, that has nothing to do with <laughs> yeah, anything. Really. But really look, you also had De Bruyne at one point. We did. I saw Kevin. I, also, I saw one of the few games Kevin De Bruyne played for there Chelsea. There in, you go. In person. How in 20, did De Bruyne hasn't won a, a um, player of the month? And Marcus did. Anywho, now it's time for wait. Uh, uh, was that it? That was it. Alrighty. So, final so, pack. Final. So pack. the last time I opened up the final pack, I did pull a, a certain goat. Oh wow! So hopefully, I'm praying for it again. This was a poor open. Hold on. I just hit the. I just it's a very exciting, uh, very exciting soccer uh, coming up this next two weeks: Champions League, MLS playoffs, Premier League. So, you got any good players? See you smiling. 
You don't go through one by one. That's pretty. I see Argentina, but it's definitely one. not messy because it's. Three, I have five. a Spaniard. Marcos, well, uh, it's, you, you need it's, a position. You need a position. Give us a position. Forward. Marco Gerard Sencio. Moreno. What? Marco Sensio. No, no, no. Iago Aspas. No. Ferran Torres. No. Uh, Alvaro Mar- Morata. Pedri. Yes. It's Morata. It is Morata. I, I don't like Morata anymore. Why? Because he played at Real Madrid, and I actually liked him, and I wanted him to have you know his moment, but then he jumped towards Chelsea, and then back. Yeah, don't to, worry. He moved back to Letico, and then it, at some point he said, "I'll join Barca." And I don't know. <laughs> now we have a uh, from Ecuador, Alan Franco. Don't a good know. player. I don't know where good he plays. Player. But... Probably in Barcelona and Ecuador. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, we have a Croatian. Uh, Luka. No. Kovacic. Rakitic. No. no. Lovren. No. Mandzukic. No. Perisic. Uh, no. Vida. Yes. I love Vida. I'm going to go with Vida. He, has, he, he scored a great goal in the World Cup. He did. He did, yes. I think, he, I think he's a duplicate. And then these are actually the same player, Marcos Acuna from Argentina. There you go. Which one do you want, the left or the right? Is it a rarity or is one rarity? Yes, one's blue, one's plain. Well, I'm always going the right way, so the right. There you go. Yep, you got screwed. Had you the blue on the left. Yeah. I get the blue. Always Let's go. go. <laughs> I'm not gonna. If I'm not mistaken, this is the first time that this trio has been together. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah I haven't is. met. I haven't met uh, Keenan yet, but uh, oh, I'm, I'm it sure was great to meet you. Keenan's a funny guy. Ke- Keenan is great. He, I feel like he yeah. does a host much, but yeah. it's my first time as a host. So yeah, you did a good job. Thank on you. It. I try. It's good I to meet try. you, Nick. You know, yeah, doing this podcast. With you. It was yeah, but on, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that about wraps it up. You know, I was. I feel like this was a great episode, and thanks for all the viewers who are listening. Uh, but that'll do it for this episode of uh, FUVFC for myself, Michael Hernandez, Gino Alva, Nick Guzman, and of course our producer, Chris Carino. Did I? I'm hoping I pronounced that right. Uh, that'll sign it from us. Uh, as a reminder, FUVFC is a production of WFUV Sports.